Welcome or welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Host podcast, where we talk about intentional living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Thank you so much for joining me and allowing me to be a part of your journey. I'm in a really good mood today. Like, I don't, I went to the gym this morning, worked on the glutes, came home and cleaned. You know, last episode I talked about being in a rut and feeling those feelings. Okay, I literally got cut off. My phone was being blown up, getting text messages after I've already expressed that I was recording my podcast. Y'all already know I always keep it like 100% transparent. And I know you can even like, I was, I actually was in a very good mood and I still am not going to let that, let that like ruin my vibe. <sighs> but I know y'all can tell the change in the energy. I cannot stand when a person, like if you let somebody know, hey, you're busy or you can't talk right now, but they keep calling your phone. And I've actually said this before. I've, I've, I've said this on, I think, a few episodes ago. But it's like, this individual, they think that what they have to say can't wait. And it, it can. I read their text. It wasn't important. But it really triggers me when someone believes that what they're doing or what they have to say is more important than what I'm doing. What I've already expressed to them what I was doing, Right? There is a huge lack of emotional intelligence in a person that moves that way. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. Like that's literally what I wanted to talk about was emotional intelligence. I feel like a lot of people don't know about this. And I am one of those people who are just learning, you know, what this means. I feel like I was kind of aware of it, but I couldn't really articulate it or I couldn't really put a name to what it was. But this is something that needs to be taught in school. Like this should be a requirement. This should be a prereq for graduating because it's so important. I've seen so many relationships ruined um, because of the lack of emotional intelligence. Now, before we get into it, y'all know Huge disclaimer, just because I talk about a topic doesn't mean I am an expert in it. This platform is just a space for me to reflect and share my perspective on certain things that I find interesting, which is always most likely in, you know, mental health, wellness, um, any area where I feel like could improve my life, y'all's life, I'm going to talk about it. But I did want to let y'all know I'm not perfect just because I talk about a particular thing don't mean, one, I'm an expert, or two, I've mastered it. Because, no, like I'm talking about this, but definitely there are some areas in this particular topic where I feel like I could definitely use more work. Okay, let's get into it. So, I originally seen a video on TikTok, and it's so funny because I seen another TikTok TikTok. I don't know why I said it like that, but I seen another TikTok that was just saying, I don't know if y'all are on TikTok like that. I'm on there from time to time. I actually am starting to prefer TikTok over other social media platforms, but there is a sound. It's an Ariana Grande sound, and she's like, I could have said 
I forgot what she said. I could have said, most of songs about Ricky, na, 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 na. but I didn't. I could have said that, but I didn't. I said, now I listen and laugh because it didn't work out. It's so funny. I saw a girl use this sound and she was like, I could have said I read about it in an article, but I didn't. I said, I seen a video on TikTok. That's me right now. <laughs> I could have told y'all I read it in the article. <laughs> but no, there's this video that I came across. Or I actually think my friend might have sent it to me. I think my friend Nina sent it to me, maybe? I think. Um, either way, I ran across this video on TikTok by Coach Reese One. And I'll make sure I link everything in the podcast notes so you guys can like reference it or just if you want to check it out anyway the video was just talking about emotional intelligence and I found it to be very interesting immediately like was drawn in by what she was saying and yeah I want to talk to y'all about that today so of course I went out and did my own research on this particular topic but I do have to say the TikTok video I found Actually, was I feel like it explained it better than any article I found. And she spoke my language, if that makes sense. Like, the, the words that she used, and it seems like our everyday rhetoric is pretty similar. So I was able to understand and comprehend what she was saying a little bit better than what I may have found in an article. And just in general, like, she explained the topic so beautifully. But like I said, I did my own research. But if you've never heard of emotional intelligence, it is the ability to understand, use, and manage your emotions in positive ways to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflict. So with emotional intelligence, there are four different components to it. And like I said, when I was doing my research, it was kind of different everywhere, like I don't know, like, but these are the four components that I kind of like that made sense to me. And so that's what I'm going to talk about. So the first component of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. What do you know? (laughs) What do you know? So you already know what that means. Just know yourself. Knowing who you are. And I think that's often easier said than done because I have to admit there was a point that I didn't know myself I feel like there is a point when we all didn't know ourselves and that's okay it takes a lot to really admit that but you got to look at it like this ever since we were a kid we were conditioned to believe what society wanted us to believe what our parents wanted us to believe and that wasn't always by mouth like you know what I mean kids are observers so we're looking at the things that go on around us we're looking at what's in the media and just based on that we kind of can we're kind of like conditioned to move a certain way to act a certain way to believe certain things and to see the world in a certain perspective so it's okay if you don't know yourself It's okay if you are still learning because, I mean, I am. I'm still learning myself. I'm still unlearning certain things that I was taught at a really, really young age. That's okay. But it's important to be aware when you're not fully, when you don't fully know yourself. That's the first step. And when I say know yourself, 
like yeah like knowing what you like knowing what you don't like you know those are the obvious ones you know the surface level things but let's get a little bit deeper for a minute what about your thought patterns your thought process your feelings like how do you feel on a daily basis and I mean I know our feelings change from day to day and I know our thoughts change from day to day but if you really dig deep nine times out of ten there is a consistent thought pattern you have some type of consistent feelings even if they're a little bit different every day even if they're worded a little bit different you know what I mean you probably have some consistent thoughts so what does that look like another thing that I didn't really see anywhere like I didn't see anybody mention this when talking about self-awareness but what are your triggers that's a big one. You know what I mean? We've experienced certain things in our past. So quite naturally, we have certain triggers that brings up that trauma that unfortunately allows us to relive that trauma that we experienced in our past. So what are your triggers? What does that look like for you? Pay attention to that. Something else that I wanted to know, you know, as we talk about self-awareness, you don't have to live in the past. You don't have to live in the past. We all have experienced some kind of trauma. We all have. And the more we think about it, aka relive it, because our bodies don't know the difference from the actual experience and us thinking about it or talking about it. When we think about it or talk about it, we evoke those same emotions, those same feelings. And our neurons and our nerves and our cells, our body doesn't know the difference. And if you continuously relive a certain traumatic experience, for a certain amount of time, you've rewired your entire body, your brain, your nerves, your cells to live in the past. Therefore, you are a product of your past. I know that's easier said than done. We'll get all into that in another episode, like rewiring our brain, because just like we rewired, you know, our brain to think about the past, live in the past, become a product of the past, we can rewire for the future to manifest beautiful things in our life. That's a whole nother topic for another day. I could go on and on and on, on and on like Erica about that. Moving on to self-management, which is component number two of emotional intelligence. Self-management is basically just how well you can manage what it is that you know about yourself. This is actually the fun part to me. Like, Knowing yourself is one thing, but how do you handle you? Like, you know what I mean? How do you handle yourself? And this is where your daily positive habits come into play. This is where habit development comes into play. You know what I mean? You know, last episode I talked about kind of being in a rut and being so down that even my daily positive habits, my daily routine couldn't save me. 
and that's okay. Like I said, that's okay. Usually, those habits do work. But that particular day, they did not. But what I failed to mention in that episode is that you can't expect to do a healthy habit one time and reap the benefits. It don't work like that. It took you 25 years to develop this negative mindset. You know what I mean? And talking down on yourself. Why do you think it's going to take one day? One day of you doing healthy habits and you're going to be good until further notice. It don't work like that. Regardless of what people say, it takes time. When it comes to, you know, fixing your bed or cleaning your space or working out, meditation, reading, spending less time on your phone. Those things take time. And specifically for something like meditation, I know that's a topic where, or I know that's a habit where a lot of people, you know, they try it out and then they give up because it's too hard. You know what I mean? But I've said this before, your brain is a muscle. It's a muscle. And if you want your mind, your brain, your mentality to be strong, you got to use it on a consistent basis. You know, in the beginning, it's not easy. But after a while, after day 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, you can't tell me nothing. (laughs) You cannot tell me nothing. And it's the same thing for every other positive habit that you want to take on in your life. It takes time. Let's think back to our episode on instant gratification. You know what I mean? We want things to happen immediately, but shit takes time. And that's okay. You know, learn yourself. Figure out who you are, what you like, your thought patterns, your feelings, your triggers, and then figure out a effective way because that's another word that's another thing effective because what works for me may not work for you what's effective for me may not be effective for you so figure out a way to effectively manage yourself with habits that you can easily and I say easily but I really want to say conveniently a way that you can conveniently incorporate healthier habits for you to manage what it is that you know about yourself. Do that and you have the first two parts of emotional intelligence mastered. Okay, so the next component of emotional intelligence is social awareness. I feel like this is the component or the step that I could definitely use some work on. I mean, not entirely, like, you'll see what I'm saying. Y'all y'all see in a second. Social awareness is the ability to understand the emotions needs and concerns of other people like you know what I mean you can just feel the energy in a room like read the room pick up on emotional cues and yeah just really feel and harness the energy in a particular space when you walk into it I often complain I don't know if I've ever complained like here on this podcast but I often complain sometimes about being an empath and like just being able to like really feel the emotions and feelings and energy of other people but I think this is a characteristic that can really be beneficial in this particular component or step of emotional intelligence I said that I feel like I needed work in this area and I do 
because as an empath the world can get really overwhelming now of course I mean like social media and stuff and even like I guess obviously with people I love my family my friends you know what I mean when they tell me something I often feel like I lived it you know what I mean like that's exactly what being an empath is and I think that's the downside of being an empath like you know what I mean everybody wants to and I'm not I mean not everybody but I think it is a positive thing to be able to feel what other people are feeling and just be an empathic individual I think there are definitely benefits to that but you have to know how to move in the world as an empath I actually began reading a book like probably like months ago and I never finished it I can't remember what the book is but I'll put it in the podcast notes so you guys can check it out if you want to but that is definitely a good book to check out if you are an empath and you want to learn how to move in the world as an empath because for me personally things can get really really overwhelming for me when it comes to you know conversations that I'm having with my mother or like how my partner is feeling and like let's not even get on my kids like how my kids feeling y'all like it's to a whole nother degree but even on social media you know there's always so many things going on in the world like everybody has a story to tell and that's the beauty of social media everybody gets to tell their story from their perspective but for someone like me who is an empath and feels a lot of what people are saying and, you know, really taking in other people's story, it can be overwhelming and wreak havoc on my mental health. So again, this is a step that I definitely, I think I could be good at. But I just have to figure out that balance and really learn how to move in the world as an empath, but also stay sane, (laughs) basically, like that's really what it is. But that's why I go on so many social media breaks, because little Baby is an empath, and I don't know, I have to like take time to get some clarity and yeah check in with me sometimes you can be taking in the stories and listening to how other people feel and taking in on those feelings so much to the point where you are pretty much ignoring how you feel when it gets to that point unplug and I don't mean just from social media like from people who always have a story to tell you you know what I mean who always have something going on unplug (laughs) unplug So the next and very last component of emotional intelligence is relationship management. And relationship management is just the ability to develop and maintain good relationships, communicate clearly, inspire and influence others, and manage conflict. When I was doing my research, I didn't really see this talked about anywhere, but This is like an interesting perspective (laughs) from me, of course. So I think when it comes to the last two steps of emotional intelligence, you can use your social awareness, you know, like the energy you pick up off of other people. You can use that to decide whether you want to even build a relationship with, you know, a certain person. 
I think that's a really interesting perspective that I really didn't see anywhere. But on a more positive note, you, you know, use obviously step one, two, and three. And specifically, you know, you can use a level of discernment to decide how to communicate effectively with a particular person or, you know, how to manage a particular conflict. But yeah, relationships are always really interesting to me because I feel like a large part of how we move within our current relationships, not all the time, but often have to do with what we seen as a child. Like, you know, what relationships did we see? Sometimes we behave a certain way in relationships because that's all we know. And like, we think that is the way that we should be behaving, you know what I mean? Like, for example, if your relationship with your mother or your father um, was toxic or is toxic, or even if your parents, their relationship is toxic and all they did was argue and, you know what I mean? Sometimes, often, not all the time, you may think that's normal. So you go into another relationship or you go into your own relationship, you go out into the real world and your life and you behave that way because that's all you know. But you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of unlearning because it's difficult sometimes when you've seen a certain thing all your life and you think that's normal and it's all you know. It's difficult, but not impossible to build healthy relationships, relationships built on love and trust and, you know, positivity. I have to say the relationships I had as a child weren't all positive. Obviously, like pretty I'm pretty sure we've all had some, you know, toxic, negative relationships. And I mean, like me and my mom or, you know what I mean, or me and my father. The relationship I have with my grandmother, though, the best. Like, I love her so much, and I learned so many positive things from her, so many healthy habits. Um, I'm I'm basically her. If y'all would have met her, you would have been meeting me. But, yeah, I have to say that the relationship that I have with my mother, and I've talked about this before, I think, I don't know. I talk a lot. I've said a lot. So forgive me if I have or haven't talked about this. Um, But yeah, it's not a perfect relationship. It's not at all. Like it's to the point where, you know, we're both adults. And that's so funny. It's like shit get really different when you look at your parents outside of being a parent. Like who are they in the world? How do they move in the world? You know what I mean? That's so crazy. But Yeah, like I was saying, my relationship with my mother hasn't, it needs work, like period. It just needs work, and maybe one day I'll feel, you know, more comfortable to open up and kind of talk about some of the other things or some of the things that I've experienced with her because I always love sharing my perspective and my experiences because you never know who needs to hear these particular things. But yeah, so my my relationship with her isn't perfect. And my relationship with my father was pretty much non-existent up until a couple of years ago. So entering a relationship with my now partner, we've been together for over 10 years now. I find myself sometimes behaving in a way 
that I've seen my mother behave when it comes to her romantic relationships or even the way that she speaks to me. She is very aggressive. She's loud. And, you know, oftentimes we say that's just how that person is. And that may be true. You know what I mean? But we all can change, especially if it's hurting someone we love. But sometimes I notice me being self-aware, <laughs> but I notice me behaving that way. And like my partner, like he'll Travis will check me. My baby will check me. He'd be like, hey, look, you doing XYZ. You need to calm down. And that's a really good thing. You want to have a partner where you guys can be fully transparent with each other and check each other in a respectful way when you notice him or her doing something or behaving in your relationship in a way that you have seen or in a way that you know that they've experienced in the past in past relationships that's super important but yeah my relationship management it isn't all bad but I feel like I'm highlighting the negative parts and what I need to work on but obviously I'm here talking to y'all build a community so there are definitely hella positives when it comes to my relationship management and my social awareness just had to lift me up because <laughs> that's what we do that's what we do here but yeah those are the four components when it comes to emotional intelligence I'm gonna leave a I don't know if it's gonna be a Q&A or a poll or something so you guys can so we can talk to each other because I haven't done it in a while I noticed that last episode I was like dang I haven't done it in a while so make sure I do that so we can chat a little bit also Travis edits the podcast for me and he informed me that I need to make sure that I do the affirmations at the end of every podcast so that's what we gonna do because he said he be feeling them so I hope that y'all feeling them as well so let's get into our affirmations I am enough y'all know I gotta kick it off with it I am enough I am worthy just by being, just by existing. I'm worthy. I am abundant. I am abundant. Everything I need is right here in front of me. I'm abundant in every aspect of life, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially. Can we talk about financially? I'm abundant financially. There are hella zeros in my bank account right now. My bank account runneth over, period. I am abundant. I am free. Woo, that went hit. I am free. I'm gonna say it one more time. I am free. I am loved. Mm, I am loved. I have people in my life who love me dearly. I am loved. I do not have to be a product of my past. I am not my past. I am now currently living in the present, creating new experiences. I'm rewiring my brain because I can. Because I can do that. I am reviving myself. I'm becoming a new person as we speak. I am not a product of my past. 
I deserve, I can, I will, I am creating a new, abundant, positive, present reality for myself right now as we speak. And on that note, I'm going to end it here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you so much. Sending you love, light, abundance, peace, happiness. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Until next time. Bye.